who was and is and is to come. Same God. Same God we sing to is the same God that's spoken to existence, everything that we have. We are blessed to be able to think about it, to be alive. You know, one of the, one of the things that I can remember always that I did um, was I used to thank God that I grew up in a place, in a part of the world, in a part of the country that believed in the Bible, that taught the Word, that had parents that brought me to church. Think about that. Listen, we could have been born in a place that did not do this. We could have been born in a part of the world to where Scripture wasn't taught, to where Scripture is irrelevant, and how hopeless, how lost we would have been. But here we are, saturated with the Word of God, saturated through song, how many copies, don't even, because it's embarrassing when you stop to count how many copies of God's Word you have laying around the house and the office and in, in your cars. I mean, I was, I was looking at the, in the parking lot yesterday of my house. I mean, my, I can't tell you just the number of Bibles that are laying in vehicles, whether they're on dashes or in the back seats or they're, they're laying all over the place. Bibles are everywhere. But guys, here's the deal. We've got to put them in us. I mean, we, we who have so much, who have been blessed with so much, who have been given the Word, we've been given His Spirit, we understand this book, we understand these words because the Spirit of God makes them come alive. We must stay in the Word. I pray that you're enjoying as you're reading First John all the time. All the time. Every single day. See, it's happening, isn't it? It's happening. God is doing something. You're looking at your life. You're, you're, you're answering the test. There's a lot of tests in here to see if you're in Christ, to see if you're a believer. This morning we're going to be looking at one I think is really hard for a lot of people. It's love. That's where we're going. I mean, we're going to be talking about love this morning. And do we love people like we should? Do we love people? We're Christians, right? As a believer, I pray that every person in this room is a believer. And if you're not, then why not? If you're not, why have you not trusted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Please trust Him. Please believe in Him. Because just as awesome as it is to know that there's a promise of eternity there spent with God in heaven for those who believe. There's also the horrible fault of where all of those who reject God, who, who turn their back, who hear. Listen, I mean, this is mind-boggling. But take that same story I started off with. Us who have so much word, so much scripture, so many copies of God's word. There's a church on every corner. Literally. There's literally churches on every corner. And, and drive a little way and they're on most straights. They're everywhere. And yet there are still people who, in, the, in our neck of the woods, in our south, in our region of the globe, with churches everywhere and the Word of God everywhere, not even counting it on their phone, not even counting all that's available, and they look at this God and they reject Him. 
They reject him. They reject his, his Christ. They reject the Savior that he sent. They reject the love that he showed. They reject. And for some reason, they choose to receive something that this world has to offer and believe that it's greater than having Christ himself. And when you look at it that way, it kind of makes you come back and say, that horrible eternity is not something God did, but a choice that people make. They look at God, and they hear God, and they see His grace, and they see His love, and for whatever reason, the world convinces them, the devil convinces them to reject so great a love, so great a Savior. They turn their back, and they look at the God who did everything for them, who woke them up, who gave them breath, who gave them life, and they say, I don't want you. Please don't be that person. Please don't be that person. In a part of the world to where the word is available. In a part of the world to where people who can point you to truth and walk you. I mean, we've got, there's no less than five, six, seven, eight preachers come to this church every single Sunday. I'm looking at one, two, maybe more sitting in here right now. Three, four Do not sit there and say, I don't understand it. Don't sit there and say, hey, I I just didn't understand it, or I just didn't, I, I couldn't put it together. Don't do that. Find one of us. Call us. Our numbers are on the back of the bulletin. Say, hey, I got questions. I I just wanna, I just wanna feel I I need some help. Guys, don't let pride stop you. Don't let pride keep you from doing something so simple. And saying, Lord, I, I, I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to walk in obedience to you. But I just need a little help. With churches on every corner, with pastors saturating our land with the Spirit of God here. Do not look at this God and look at His Savior and reject Him. Do not do that. Do not do that. Father God, I pray over this room. I pray, Lord, that there's not one person literally doing that here. God, I pray that every person in this room knows you as Savior. But God, I pray that if there's one, maybe two or more, They may have questions. Lord, let them reach out to one of us. Let them call Trace. Let them call Casey, me, Rob. Call Brother Ken. Call one of the other pastors we got floating in the room. Maybe call one of the Sunday school teachers. Call call one of our deacons or call one of the leaders or or somebody. Lord, just just somebody. Let them reach out and say, hey, I've got questions. I want to know more. Can you show me? God, I pray that your spirit would draw draw sinners to yourself, that you would convert and bring people from death to life. God, do that, Lord, please. God, I pray that no one in here is looking at this word and rejecting it. God, no one is looking at you 
and rejecting you. Please, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We've been reading now 1 John over and over. Going on, what, 20 days now? What's the date? 20th? 18th, 19th, 20th, something? We've been reading it over and over and over, and I pray that you continue to read it over and over and over. And this morning, I, I just want to kind of settle into the center. There's nothing new I can tell you. There's nothing new. I'm not gonna, here's what I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you a trick this morning on how to love people. I'm, I'm not going um, to make it any easier to love people. But I'm going to tell you that if you're a Christian, you have but one option, and that is to love people. Because that is a command given not by a man, but by God himself, by Christ himself. He's commanded us to love. Look, look at 1 John chapter 3. I'm going to bounce around. I'm going to wind up reading quite a bit of the middle of 3. Just kind of the middle of the book is where we're going to settle in this morning. This is his commandment, verse 23, John, 1 John 3, 23. This is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. That's where I started. God desires all to come to know Christ. God desires every person to have a saving knowledge of Christ. He don't desire any to perish. No, not one. But he desires all to come to Christ. Today's the day of salvation. It's not something you put off. You're a sinner. Here's, this, here's how it works. You're a sinner in need of a Savior. And Christ is the hope. Christ is the answer. You say, well, I don't sin. Yes, you do. This one tells us. This book tells us. You've been reading this over and over. Over in chapter 1, verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Word is our guide. The Word is our truth. It's not our opinion it is the Word of God, it is our foundation that we're building our life upon. Not what somebody told you one time, or what we've always thought, or this is what I always believed it meant. No, what does the Bible literally say? That's what matters. Not what, well, mama told me this, and my, my, my grandpa always believed it this way. No, the Bible literally says this. Over in 1 John chapter four, 3, verse 23, this is His commandment that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as He commanded us. I'm going to say that again. This is His commandment that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as He commanded us. Trusting Christ and loving others. Trusting God. Look at chapter 4, verse 21. And this commandment we have from Him, that the one who loves God should what? Love is who? 
Love the people that agree with him. Love the ones that like him. Loves the one that is in his clique. Loves the ones that have always done the things that he agrees with. No. Should love his brother also. Verse 23, back over in 23 of chapter 3. This is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. The one who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. We know by this that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. Look at chapter 4, verse 7. Chapter 4, verse 7. Listen, preacher, I thought you was going to preach to us this morning. I am. I'm reading the Word of God, and I am telling you what you've been reading yourself all month long. We're to love people. We're to love people that are lovable? No. We're to love people that agree with us? No. We're to love people. Love, y'all. Yeah, but they're mean to me. I know. I know. But we're to love. Chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. See, there, there's these tests all through 1 John. And we can basically answer, you can basically answer, am I playing a Christian or am I really a Christian? Am I, am I liking the christian stuff and, and liking talking about heaven and liking all the things about it or is it really who I am? Because, guys, if we're a Christian, this is literally who we are. We are people who trust Christ and love others. Verse 8, the one who does not love does not know God. For God is love. What if... And I hear you, but what if God had the same standard we have? Yeah, but they did me wrong. They hurt me. I can't trust them. They're mean to me. They hurt my family. They hurt those I love. They hurt those I care for. They, they cheated me out of money. They didn't pay me back completely. They stole something of mine. They, they, they did all of that stuff. Guys, what of that did we not do to God? We're mean to him, we disobey him, he, he follows us, he pursues us, we reject him. We go throughout our day and spend how much time literally talking to him? And yet he gave us every breath, he gave us life, he gave us, look how blessed we are. What if God had the same standard that we what if the same standard that we use on others is what God used on us? How hopeless would we be? But God overlooked my rebellion. God overlooked my disobedience. God overlooked me and you. 
standing there. Imagine we're standing there and the Spirit of God is saying, do this, talk to them, reach out to them, love them, say hey to them, forgive them, do something for them. And we sit there and say, no God. God is love. God is love. Scripture says, the one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Verse 9, by this the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. You're like, I'm reading that word. What is propitiation? It's satisfaction. It's appeasement. It's the mercy seat. It's Christ coming and doing for us, shedding His blood on us rebels. On us who don't deserve love and don't deserve forgiveness and don't deserve conversation and don't deserve anything good. That's us. God Gave his very best. And you know what in turn we're to do? We're to give our very best. We've been bought with a price. Guys, we are slaves of his. I know that's like an uncool word nowadays, but you are a slave of God's. He owns us. I know that's, that, that, that's literally... Old school preaching, that, that would have been not a thought. But in today, you're like, <gasps> I'm free. No, you're not. You belong to your Savior. You belong to the one who saved you and redeemed you. You're not free. You're free in Christ. You're not free to go and do whatever you want to do. You're free to do what he says to do. And he says, love each other. He says, love the unlovable. Love because he loved us first. Look at the example of love. He's like, this is what love looks like. I sent my very best to you, undeserving rebels at heart. And you, in turn, go out and love others the same way. We've been reading this every day. This ain't new. But what's the point of this year? It seems in my heart that God just continues to drill this into me. Guys, there's one thing to read it every single day, but there's another to apply it. Application. Application. How do you apply this? What does it look like? Loving others. Beloved, verse 11. If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. And if, if we love one another, God abides in us and His love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us because He has given us His Spirit. We have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him. We have come to know and believe the love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God and God abides 
And Him, look at verse 19, we love because He first loved us. Brother Shannon, why? Because He first loved us. Yeah, but they're mean. But He first loved us. Yeah, but they hurt me. But He first loved us. I can't make that go away. I can't rip it out. It's there. It's who we are. As a believer, God commands, this is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ. I like it. I get heaven with that. I get freedom from your wrath from that. I like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. And love one another. Can't wipe it out. Can't wipe it out. We love because he first loved us. Look at verse 20. If we, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For the one who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, Cannot love God whom he has not seen. Think about that. Here we are. We run around confessing that we love this invisible God. But don't love the man made in the image of God. I love you, God, but I don't love people made in your image. I love you, God, but I don't love those that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for. I love you supremely, but I don't love those that you supremely love. That's the test. And guys, that's where application, that's where we conform to to his word, that's where we... You say, okay, Brother Shannon, I get it. What do I do? Love. You start right now. You, you've, you've let, what's the date? 20th or 19th? 19 days you've been reading this thing over and over and over and over and over. And there's some we like. We're like, oh, I like this verse. Woohoo! Yeah, let me read on a little bit. Let me let me, Woohoo! That's what your reading looks like. If we're not applying it. So starting now, on the 19th day of going through the motions, start putting into action, start putting the principles into our daily lives of loving others. Like Christ loved us. Loving others the way God loved us. Sacrificially. 
He laid down his life. We read it. You, you read it every day. He laid down his life for others. We should be willing to lay down our lives. Guys, we're his, we're his sons and daughters. What if the same standard we use, he had to use? What if the same test? They're nice to me. They pay me attention. They brag on me. They, they listen to me. What if, what if simple ones like that God had have used on us? We would have failed the test. But he showed grace and so should we. So from this day on, from the 19th day, as we move throughout the rest of this month, and we still wrestle with this, don't just kind of clamor through this. Start working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Start working it out and living it out and applying it and putting into action who you are. Who we are. Who I am. Guys, it's easy to love those that are nice to us. It's hard to love those that are mean. To the best of your ability, be at peace with all men. But look, don't sit there. Some of you have got some anger issues in your heart. Some people in the past hurt you. Let it go. Some people in the past did some really mean stuff to you. Let it go. Get rid of the bitterness. Okay, that root of bitterness that you're watering every single day, get rid of it. That anger, that jealousy, their house is bigger, their job should have been yours, their car should have been yours, their wife should have been yours, or their wife is yours. Get over it. Get over it. That's not who you are anymore. What this don't say is invite them to Christmas lunch. But what it does say is you got to love them. You can't have anger. You can't be mad. You can't just, you can't do that. It'll destroy you. Christ died for that. You can't. You can't let the devil have victory in your life. You cannot give that compartmentalized secret room that you carry. You cannot give Satan dominion over that because Christ is Lord of that as well. Yeah, but that's just where I throw everybody I don't like. You can't do that. As a Christian, you can't do that. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. Father God in heaven, we need help, Lord. We need help. Your word is truth. 
Your word is our hope. Your word is our life. God in heaven, help us to love the world like you loved. God, I pray that if there's any in this room, even now, Lord, they hear me, but they're struggling. Holy Spirit of God, give them release from that. They don't have to carry that. They don't have to. You've already died for that. You're victorious over that. We are more than conquerors through Christ over that. God in heaven, release us from bitterness, from anger, from jealousy, from whatever it is, from past hurts and past lies and conniving, evil, manipulative, all of that stuff, all of those labels, God, release us and God, let us just live your presence and your hope. us to abide in you. God, I pray for the one out there. That God is even, even, even now having problems. Listen, if that's you out there, I want you to right now ask God to forgive you. sons and we're your daughters you told us that 